Hello everybody, and welcome back to Media Club. Today, we're going to go through some National Treasure Book of Secrets. Today, I'm joined by Austin, Chris, and Aaron. How are you guys Hello. doing tonight? Great. Ready to finally talk about this movie. <laughs> you know, I yeah. was going to make... I was going to go like straight for like a quote from the movie, you know, mm -hmm. and then I thought, hey, maybe I shouldn't say something like I'm going to kidnap the president of the United States. <laughs> I think I just ended up on a list. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that was the I'm going to steal the declaration, like literally it's the word same, for word. Same shot, so same everything, same cadence. So, <laughs> so deliberate. So I, yeah, I was going to use that as my intro quote, and then I went, I, I probably should. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, boy. It was immediate I'm good, thank you. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> Doing good. Bit of, bit of a rough day at work, but we're, we're powering through. Powering through it. Um, yeah, but that scene, real quick, was just followed up by an even worse, like, heist prep scene, because it was just like, hey, let's call these venues and book oh, it yeah. before... <laughs> It's yeah. very weird. The White House can. <laughs> very weird. Um, this yeah. this movie has no build up. No, it's got it no just build goes. up, and then also it just goes. It goes. It just kind of goes from scene to scene, and uh, also it's, it it just doesn't feel as well thought out. It's yeah. it's kind it's kind of like the movie version of like if like a kid tried to explain to me what the plot of this movie was. It's kind of what the flow of the the movie is. It's like well, yeah. first there in uh paris because there's a clue on the other statue, statue of, liberty. of liberty and then they have to go to britain to, <laughs> to check out the desk and then they have to go to the white house to check out the desk and then he kidnaps the president and then they go Ty to Burrell south dakota yeah i mean yeah and, and it's and it's just like this Building. it's like then they're here they were 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 here there's no room to breathe at all in this movie well that's I was just going to say, that's the whole, like, for, I was taking notes from this. Um, that kind of shows us because I literally have no notes from, like, that first scene in, like, the, you know, when I was talking, like, about the, doing that recap. And then I have nothing until they see Be uh, Helen Mirren. It's so, wow. it's so funny because, like, <laughs> so it's like, here's the amount of notes that I took on the first movie. Mm -hmm. Here's the amount of notes I took on the second movie. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> oh, you got Taco Bell stuff? I got Taco Bell stuff. <laughs> you guys were all holding up notes. So I was like, what do I got? What do I got? I, <laughs> there's a Google packet Doc. of socks right here. So here we go. Because I can I'm type faster that. than I write. So. Um, my notes for the first movie uh, were... I think it's Expansive. indicative of me uh, how much I dislike a movie on how many notes I write. That was all my notes on, on National Treasure 1. I have so many. This is all on the first scene. Oh, jeez. Oh, no. Because <laughs> I have so many... Okay, first, I'm going to preface this entire thing with, because I have this feeling throughout the entire movie. I didn't bring any popcorn. Everything Nick, <laughs> everything Abigail says to Ben about what you should do in a relationship, please listen to. Please. Mm. There is nothing more infuriating than when your, your boyfriend or your husband or whatever assumes that since they know you they know what you want and even if they are right like ask always just ask don't just do things because then it feels like you're our dad and that's not fun <laughs> no one wants to date their dad or if they it's do you don't want to be in a relationship with them if they want to date their father you don't want to be in a relationship with them 
you. It's probably indicative of like my personality, and I probably it's probably is negative. But when he said, "I get lucky a lot," I loved that. <laughs> I was like, "Yes." <laughs> it's like, yeah, you do, but still, like, so, that's yeah. something I would say. So, there you go. Yeah, I mean, I just, I just found their relationship to, to really just kind of be annoying. It's like that, the fact that they split up just kind of really doesn't go anywhere. Like, I couldn't get. Despite like her saying that, and I and, and I do agree with with Liaren being like, hey, like don't assume what I like and that sort of thing. It's I I never felt like I got a good context, like concrete reason why why they'd split and were suddenly assholes to each other for two thirds of the movie. That's kind of where I'm at too. Where like I actually really enjoyed the banter, but they're like their motivations to what led them to that moment made no sense to me. Like you kicked him out, and then then this is the like this is how you're treating each other. Like it di- it didn't line up to me. It's a really interesting dichotomy from the end of the first movie where she draws a treasure yeah. map to her butt. So <laughs> it's canon. Um, it's canon. The canon. Not not her yeah. butt. That's not it. Never mind. I have to bitch about Ed Harris for a second, really quick. Because okay. this is why I feel this movie suffers. I don't think Ed Harris is as good a villain as Sean Bean is. I think oh, it's very God, yeah, hard yeah. where in yeah. the first movie yep. you go from having a really good villain who's smart and like he's always Ed Harris's character is always one step behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, just tracking him from his phone. Exactly. Shout, We're like, shout out to the Motorola Razor though, which is all over yeah. this movie, and I loved it. And I and it, yeah. and I finally had that old person moment to where I saw the Razor and I went, "Times were better." <laughs> Two thousand seven. <laughs> you know, it was. It was. Yeah. It was, it was Things were better pre-smartphone. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Um, yeah, it's just, like, he's always one step behind them, he's tracking them, where Sean Bean, like, he does have the whole thing of, like, why is this letter capitalized, gentlemen? Because it's a name. Like, he's, Austin talked a lot about it on the, (laughs) because it's important, (laughs) Austin talked a lot about it in the, in our first, uh, media club on the first movie, because, like, that Sean Bean is just as intelligent, he has these little moments where he, like, Mm -hmm. geeks out with with Ben and like you don't really get yeah. that from Ed Harris. The, like like you... a, you... go ahead. Okay, I was, I was yeah, like like Ed, Ed Harris's character just kind of feels like he's sort of just bumbling his way through it. Like he tracks him and I he's got they they they, man, <laughs> they managed to like uh do a uh like a one line mention and he's like, Yeah, he's got some like underworld contacts or or whatever, but it's like you miss the relationship that that sort of like grounded uh Sean Bean's character from the from the first movie because it's like it's like he was part of the hunt for the national treasure in in the first one and, and kind of mm. solidified that that he's supposed to be there and there's a reason that he's kind of got all of these underworld contacts and stuff and the second one this dude shows up and he's like also yeah I've got a bunch of goons that have guns like it's it felt like they were there specifically so we could have a chase scene because I was like holy shit they just started firing on him the moment they saw him like specifically there they caught on the movie as mercenary and or antique collector or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, um, yeah, well, what? I, I think when what? I think of the, <laughs> when I think of the villains from one to two, I think of, I can picture, I mean, we did, we did just watch the movie, but like even before re- rewatching it, I could picture the goons that were in the first movie. Like I, oh, yeah. I memorized them or not, mem- but I remembered them having scenes and having dialogue. Whereas these guys, I don't even know what they look like. I don't remember what they look like at yeah. all. Besides there's Edgar. one guy with a hilarious, Southern accent that I thought was incredible. Oh yeah. yeah, I thought of the I thought of the quarterback from Friday Night Lights, the uh, <laughs> um, the Fast and Furious guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, anyway. yeah, because like the big thing that it gets into is like I I wrote it and then the FBI agent said it where it's like 
why hold on to this for 140 years? Yep. If you had this for 140 years, like, what do you do? Of course, nobody believes you. And then, like, he's like, I know shit. Like, that's that's Latin. Booth yelled, you know, whatever the fuck uh, Booth yelled after killing him uh, down with Six all the Six and, like, mm-hmm. and it's like... And I know that because Don of Seinfeld, Duku, weirdly enough. Ascendo too. So I can yell <laughs> random shit in Latin too. Everyone back there knew Latin. It's not special that like Christo. Yeah, like I watched Supernatural. <laughs> like it's I went it's like to school in the mid two thousands and I know Latin. Like everybody knew Latin back then. It was just yeah. like what you were taught. Like it's not every in that theater when Booth yelled that. Everybody knew what he was saying. It wasn't like he was like, I'm special, and like mm. jumped on the stage and broke his leg. He was <laughs> giving a met like, and it's just like mm. it's it's very weird because we're not given any motivation for yeah, it I can, other than I can I can sum up the motivation for like why he got in a cage. It's literally just I needed you to find the treasure. That's the blanket yeah. statement. And yeah. that is never really like and then and, and, and he, he straight up says it he bit. straight up says it at the end like right before he dies he's yeah. like look i'm sorry i had to slander your granddad to get you to help which me find bold. this treasure which is bull if you would have just told him yeah. that you had you had like, like an legitimately idea, been, it would have been like was. hey i think i think i can find the city of gold he would have been like yeah let's fucking do this shit mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's man. the thing that i do I, I that's my big thing that i don't also i'm gonna preface this entire thing i meant to say this at the top this movie also touches on some more problematic things than uh, the last movie did. Um, having the entire film revolve around Mount Rushmore and the City of Gold, which was never part of Native American or ancient Mesoamerican culture. It was something conquistadors came up with. Um, mm-hmm. It's not okay. And like today, that kind of shit would not have flown. Um I have a lot of notes in here about how weirdly nationalist this movie is. Yeah, and they like, kind like, of... uh, the first movie was like, sure, it's it's a treasure hunt across like American history, like fine, okay, but this one has a real like America, fuck yeah, kind of vibe to it. That mm-hmm. I was like, this is strange. And I feel like there's more things they could have done in this film, like more American conspiracies they could have done that don't involve. Just glossing over what the Spanish conquistadors did to the indigenous people of the Americas. Um, also, it's, on, it's it's the same thing, but they they make the the mention of in the president's secret book, which is also a hilarious concept. <laughs> um, Let but, me tell you, uh, Bill Clinton would have told us. The man could. The man yeah. was so excited. They'd be like, "Yo, check this shit out!" <laughs> Literally, in his first public interview after being elected, he was like, "If there's a secret book and it says the aliens are real, I will tell you. I promise." <laughs> it was on like the Tonight Show. It's bananas. And then he was oh, yeah. tackled. He was, no. he was so excited just to just to be there. He would have said anything. Yeah. Um. But it's like on top of that, though, just in in that problematic thing to where uh, there's a line when they when they pull the secret book where they realize they say that the guy that uh, like designed Mount Rushmore, like designed it so that it would cover up uh, a, a, a landmark so people could not find the city of gold and 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 make the side the the thing unrecognizable. But like, why are you trying to turn this dude into a good guy? That dude was a gigantic asshole. Uh, one, they do not and still don't own the land that they carved it into. Mount Rushmore is a terrible, 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 terrible monument. 
So really quick, I'm just gonna do like a speed run of of that kind of stuff. The city of uh, what is it called? It starts with a C. Cibola. Um, Cibola isn't real. So basically, no. what that was was Spanish conquistadors went into um, what is now Mexico, and they found a um, a civilization that did not realize. I mean, no one did. Gold is a white people made gold have value it doesn't actually have value i mean now it does because of microchips and shit like that but back then it didn't and um because that's what the spanish and the english used to make their money they thought it had value but people who the indigenous people in mexico didn't they used it for uh ceremonies and there's literally used to be a lake in in Central America, that is where they would just throw gold in this lake as part of a ceremony when their new kings would be uh, corn, like other coronation, for lack of a better term. And they found the lake and went, This isn't enough. There has to be more somewhere. And literally, conquistadors made up a city of gold because what they found wasn't enough. It was never real. There is no actual ancient text to those Native Americans that, um, links to a city of gold that is a complete that is completely created by the Spanish conquistadors and on top of that at a later point um they say that they think the writing is Aztec or Incan the Incans don't have a written language they never did they used thread to this day we have no idea what their records mean because it was literally different colored strings and different links they're just basic it's like it looks like something you would you would buy on Etsy it's a hoop with all of these strings we can't we don't know how to read it <laughs> That's why I'm just saying, like, it's not like the hieroglyphs mm -hmm. that the Aztecs and the Mayans yeah. had. Where, like, right. Yeah. It's, not, it's literally not a written language. Like, no. Yeah. We've lost all of that. However, That's already a time machine. I, <laughs> however, I did have a moment when Helen Mirren goes, oh, well, this is Olmec. And all I could think of was Raul Coley. Olmec. Look at the Olmec. Google Olmec. Because that's my favorite <laughs> video of that man. <laughs> it's such a I do funny love that. video. Yeah, so that's just a blanket thing. It glosses over mm -hmm. a lot of stuff. Mount Rushmore is bad. It never should have been made. All of this just eliminates what Spanish conquistadors, French uh, colonizers, and English colonizers, and early American people did to this country. And, like, y'all recognize that? Now, um, one other quick, while we're on Mount Rushmore and all that, that lake that they're at is actually, like, 20 miles beyond Mount Rushmore. It, it's not, yeah. like, right behind it. Correct. So. I've been. I used to live in South Dakota. <laughs> uh, they did film that on location, which I, I at least found interesting. I was like, oh, yeah, no, mm -hmm. they're actually in the in the Black Hills and stuff, and, and, and that's cool. Uh, just, like, on, on top of all of that as well, I think it's... Do we, do we know if... Is it the same director? Yes, it is. Is it... Cause I, cause I don't, I didn't recall seeing like Bruckheimer involved with this one. I, so is it just John Turtletop or whatever his name yep. is then? Um, because there, there's that point where they're in um, the Buckingham Palace and and they decide, okay, I'm gonna make a huge scene so that way security will grab me and I'll do. It. And it's simultaneously, it's like the most like Nicolas Cage thing in the entire thing. Like he just goes full Nick Cage. But I, when I'm sitting there and he starts Hello. just busting out all of this like yeah you know, stereotypical like British shit, and I'm like. Is this racist? <laughs> I was like, this is. It felt weird, right? I was, yeah. I was like, this feels a little strange. Um, 
Yeah, I almost heard a note where I was like, I don't think you can go to this part of Buckingham Palace. And then I remembered yeah. that when I was in London, uh, there had been a terror attack recently, like somewhere in Europe. Mm. So like Buckingham Palace was on lockdown and no one could go inside. I'm like, maybe that's why I remember not being able to go in for tours of Buckingham Palace. <laughs> it's just because it was closed when I was there. Unfortunately, that checks out. <laughs> can, I, can I also, also mention, I think one of my biggest notes here is just the character assassination of Riley, uh, which Thank for you. one, all I think all of his comedic bits really still hit in the in this movie. I thought he was still very funny. Poor poor dude gets kicked around a lot for no reason in this movie. But on top of find, that, find there's so many of them in this movie. There's so, there's such a that dick. Make it, it makes no sense. Oh, <laughs> it makes so no mean. sense. Everyone's a dick to Riley in this movie, and then on top of that, there's just this weird thing where Riley just kind of became Hacker Man. Like he's getting into like the the a traffic um, cam, a random traffic the, like, cam in London, like traffic cam to pull photos. He's messing around with stuff at, at security in the Buckingham Palace, and they explain no, in no way do they explain how he how he got into that. At least when they did the thing in the archives, like, we see him, like, physically, like, putting his cameras in, in places and capturing mm -hmm. feet and doing all that stuff. This one, he walks in with an iPod and, yeah, a, and, and, a, and a Palm Pilot and sticks it to a wall in the bathroom and he, he taps a whole bunch and then goes, I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, also, really quick, borders still exist. So, LOL, Motorola razors, iPods, and borders. Um, I it's, wrote, real it's a real time capsule. This movie. Yeah, I don't even know, I don't I even know what a, did not, a border? What's a border? I don't even know what that is. Borders, the bookstore. It's a bookstore. Oh, I have no That's idea. the bookstore he's in. So, they closed in, like, 2010. They they went bankrupt and closed because, uh, at that Rip. point, everybody was, like, either Barnes & Nobles or buying books online. Or Amazon, um, yeah. I literally mm. made a joke where I was like, uh... The poor marketing of Riley's book signing is why Borders no longer exists. <laughs> but also, I don't know how Ry who Riley is because I don't. I don't mean to be an asshole, but like, if this really happened, if say tomorrow some two guys and a chick came out and were like, "That's a man and a lady," I don't know how Move to phrase this. Right? <laughs> came out and were like, "We found this treasure that dates back to the Masons and the Knights Templar." We would all know their names. Their faces would be everywhere. They would be at the White House receiving medals of honor. How do you thing. not know who Riley is? Like, when all these women are coming up and they're like, are you Ben Gates? It's like, right. <laughs> Real talk, <laughs> Riley would be swimming in women. Like, mm -hmm. he would have so women many women, women. just... <laughs> 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 like, I just, like, I, I feel, I really, and I know it's because I have a huge crush on Riley still to this day. I looked him up recently. He's got a good looking guy. He looks real filthy. Um, Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna look him up hot. right now. Uh, with his beard, he looks hot. But it's, everybody would know who, who he is. Like, the be like oh ben gates like even even like outside of that too there's like this weird thing it's like where they took like the one or two scenes where ben and abigail like kind of poked at him a little bit mm -hmm. and then turned that like from the first movie and then turned that into like how everyone treats riley and the, yeah. like like ben and abigail are assholes to him in the and in, in this one and then it's like while i do find it kind of funny there's that running joke of rather being like this is in my book you guys didn't read my book? If my friend wrote a book, I'd absolutely read it. Are you kidding me? Like The only person I will give a little bit of, of leeway is that Ben goes, I'm moving. 
I get sure. that. I was given a yeah. lot of stuff right before I moved to California and everybody would be like, did you look at this yet? I'm like, all of my stuff is in boxes. Please let I, me get settled in and then I will I agree. Yeah. I agree, but I also feel like Ben would be the type of person who would be like, I'm moving, so I don't have to read it because I can use that as an excuse. Like, he, he's he's like seven moves ahead at this point. He's like, I don't have to read yeah. this because I'm moving. And I, I also kind of give Ben the past the two just to where it's like, he was there. I lived it. Sure. Yeah, uh, but it, but, it, but it is also about more than just the uh the, the Templar's treasure. It's, it's 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 other conspiracies because that's where they find out about the book. Mm-hmm. I will it's, say it's Patrick Gates should have read it because he's old and has nothing better to do with his life. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, he absolutely would have read, read it. I will say pertaining to Riley and Patrick, uh my favorite movie or my favorite scene in the entire movie is like when they're talking and they have a moment where he's like, "Oh, did you learn that from my book?" and they just look at each other and then they make little faces and Riley's like <laughs> that is, yeah, that is really good. Yeah, Patrick just stares so him down. Hard. <laughs> also, a lot of the logic that just puts this forward makes no sense. Because, like, that whole part when, like, they're looking at the that little piece of paper on the infrared scan, which that's not really what that looks like, but whatever. Uh, I don't know if the tech that they're saying they have actually existed back then. I don't um, know if it exists now. Well, infrared scanning for pages does now exist, sure. and they can, like, pick up, like, um, but it's more for, like, imprints, or if you're writing with a traditional fountain pen, you can pick up the patterns when you, if you close it when the ink's still dry, you can pick up the patterns of the words and, in theory, flip it, but that's, like, Yeah, but this page recent. got thrown into a fire. Yeah, exactly. A hundred years and, ago. Like, <laughs> those, the fountain ink is carbon. It would have burnt off with the smoke very quickly, and, like, probably have been gone forever um and it's just like because riley says something like in 100 years nobody's going to know now nobody knows who was part of the um just conspiracy besides and he does the whole thing of his name is mud everybody knows that phrase but nobody knows the fucking origin i knew the origin but that's my dad's a nerd like but that's but that's also so funny to where that's him using the my name is mud story as justification for him trying to clear his great 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 grandfather's name or 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 whatever and so he's like and so he goes hey you know the phrase my name is mud and riley goes yeah he goes do you know the origin of that and riley goes no does anyone but you that's the end of it that should have been the end of it that that automatically proves against exactly what, the point that yeah. ben's trying to say yeah like i i get that if you want to just because it's your family and it's important to you you want to clear the name but like you don't need to do it for history's sake nobody i guarantee you that if somebody was like we found the new name of one of the conspirators in the lincoln assassination everybody would be like Cool. cool anyways yeah that'd be <laughs> like, a buzzworthy thing for like a few hours and then yeah, no one would yeah, ever we, read we'd about all it be like cool booth still shot him in the head really quick who cares? i'm so sorry this has to do with john wilkes booth and i just i every time oh, no. he is mentioned i think of it do you guys know the show that it used to be on tbs i think now it's on the travel channel ghost adventures oh <sighs> Yes, I'm, a, I'm also okay. I'm also familiar with the Nick Kroll parody from the Kroll show Ghost Bouncers. Yes. I'm Zach Baggins or whatever his name is. I don't know. <laughs> yes. So it is something like Jack Baggins or something. I think it's Zach. It's, it's Zach something, something like right? Zach. I think I nailed yeah, it actually. Ghost Adventures. Yeah, 
think it's Zach Baggins. Because I make fun of, I call him Bilbo. They're on season 24? Yes. It started, I was in middle school when that show started. And we, my family watched the first episode because we loved the original Ghost Hunters that was taps that they're actually like respectable people and depend on Mm. science and don't think everything they hear is ghosts. Um, And I say that as somebody who is is open to the idea of ghosts being real. But anyways. It does make for goofs. But beyond that, it's not, it's not great. In Ghost Adventures, their first episode is them doing a, a investigation at the farm that Booth went to to get his leg fixed. It's the barn he died in because they just set it on fire and started firing into the barn, which is fucking hilarious. But anyways, they literally pretended in their first episode, they're recording in the barn and they're like, who's here with us? And then they're like, and then we caught this EVP saying, I'm John Wilkes Booth. And they play it and it's just like, and they're like putting up subtitles that. trying to make it seem like they got this ghost being like i am john wilkes booth like, <laughs> why why hey why would he say that if like, i was a spirit if it, i would use my if, full if name. i did if i did believe yeah i'm if i'm saying anything which i wouldn't i would probably just say fuck off <laughs> like, yeah, go that's it. it stop talking leave me alone <laughs> One of my favorite pieces of evidence any ghost hunter has ever gotten is it was a clear EVP from the guys who do BuzzFeed Unsolved where Shane went, is there anyone here with us? And you get a really clear EVP of, of just some voice going, no, which I think is very funny. I had to hear that and I, and I would go, cool, thank you, and leave. <laughs> like, that would be the end of it. Mm-hmm. It's like, That's no. kind of what Shane did. Shane was kind of like, all right, then, we're going to go. <laughs> the voice That's is so like, good. I didn't know that. The grant yeah. voice was like, you mean besides me? <laughs> uh, oh, we got we got Ralph back it's here. Like you, Jimmy. you're here. Um, I did. I did want to circle back around yeah, to just Ralph, just the name. We we're talking about like the concept of, oh, of like character Ralph motivations. <laughs> no, Phil Hader. I thought no. he said Ralph. He said Ralph, and then something else. I thought he said Ralph Nader. I was like, was Ralph Nader dead? Is he a ghost now? What? And then Chris was like, Bill Hader. <laughs> I, heard, I heard. I heard. I heard Hader, and I went, what? Bill Hader? <laughs> anyway, can we? Can we jump, on, jump around oh, a little uh, bit? Oh, yeah, no, no, here, I'm on it. I'm, I'm on it, I'm on it, don't worry, because this is another note that I really wanted to, okay. that I just found interesting about this movie, because, mm. you know, this was a movie that I think when I'd watched it, like, as a teenager, I went, yeah, that was a fun movie, and then kind of left, and now I hadn't seen it since I was, like, 16 again, and I watched this, and I go, I just this movie does not hold up as well as I thought it did. Oh, um, like this movie. <laughs> um, but what we're talking about the characters like like character motivations. Mm-hmm. There's a scene early on where we get our FBI agents again. And it's the same actors. Kudos for them for coming Sandusky. back for for this movie. But we get to see Sandusky again. And there's a really great point where one of the agents like walks up to Sandusky and he's like, Hey, like your boy's in the paper. And they're like, Oh man, that sucks about his great grand granddad or whatever. And then Sandusky's like, you know what? Let's investigate this dude. And I'm like, why? <laughs> what because are you doing? why the fuck is he coming out with this all of a sudden? Like, we don't have anything better people? to do. <laughs> so you're the FBI. If somebody was coming out with evidence like that and like trying to get money and fame, like, and all that True. kind of shit, the FBI is who would technically handle it because it has to do with a former president, and that's yeah, just, it like, wouldn't... part of their thing. The investigation wouldn't start like that. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. No. Hey, look at this paper article. Bam. <laughs> right. But I appreciate that the FBI agent was like, 
Also, second, for, first, the female agent is so excited that Ben's name is being dragged through the mud, and I yeah. don't understand why. Like, she's like, guess what? Isn't it, like, yeah. I thought my family was bad. Like, look at this. Like, did, it's like, why are you like, so excited? Chill. Did he do <laughs> I didn't question you? that at okay? all. It's like, cool. <laughs> she's like, why are you excited? Like... Um, I do, I do feel like we've got to shout out Sandusky for being like the homiest of homies. Though. He's like, you know, let's take a walk. And then he goes, oh, yeah. yeah, there's a book. <laughs> he's like, 100%. No, he's like, no, it's real. It, it was weird how he was committing a crime. And then he's like, no, to when Gates is committing a crime, he's like, no, you're committing a crime. And I'm just like, eh, everyone's committing crimes <laughs> in this movie. What do you mean? Yeah. I did, I did like the scene at the end, though, to where they kind of. Where you know, they reversed right. the end of, of the first one to where like they're sitting down and he's like, Hey, I found the treasure, and they're like, All right, well, somebody's got to go to jail, Ben. And mm -hmm. then the second one, he's like, Hey, I found the treasure, and he goes, You kidnapped the president. I remember as a kid when the president is like, This I can't tell them why unless you find the treasure. And as a kid, I was like, Does that change why? anything? No, <laughs> that doesn't think makes any it. sense when i was a child i was like no no <laughs> I, well i mean also on top of that i still haven't and maybe maybe y'all can explain it to me because my big dumb monkey brain can't can't quite make sense of this how does finding Cibola clear john uh john gates's name if that's what i was getting at by the way <laughs> yeah yeah like yeah what's the thread somebody I, help I, me i don't know it it's very it becomes not about Thomas for a while, but the idea is that they were seeking him Thomas out, Gates, not, to, they had written down his name, not because he was a part of it, but because he was one of like eight people that could break the cipher so that they could find the city of gold and use the money from the city of gold to basically make their, the Southern Confederate army mm -hmm. way stronger so that they actually yeah. would have been able to defeat the North. That's literally that all I got. it has to do. He's just, that's literally, it, it just clears they just his needed name him for by the saying that like, they just needed him for the cipher. It's very loose. Logic. That's real thin. That's, Which, that's, that's real thin because there's was, there's no reason at all to to not be like, okay, you found the city, but like he still helped kill John, uh, President Lincoln. <laughs> like, yeah. How does that? How are that? That that's so that's so razor thin. Oh my gosh. They were playing Wordle back in 2007 with the cipher. There's <laughs> that five-letter word. <laughs> that was my other issue, is they pretend all this big tech, like like Chris was saying, they crack open an iPod and hack into the Buckingham Palace security system, but they can't write a code to fill out that cipher by themselves, by itself. Like, you could write a code for that now. I don't think I don't I don't think they had the entire the entire cipher in. Also, it wasn't until Patrick remembered the debt that Almond paid where they had the key. Yeah, but when they're just sitting and, and they're plugging in like every word and he's writing there and it's how they come up with lava. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Letters, yeah. You could absolutely write a code to oh, go yeah. through every word in the English dictionary plugging in until you got like however many. Um... Maybe he didn't have his iPod in that scene. Yeah, it's what's very like. <laughs> I wasn't important. I or, or he, like... he left his Palm Pilot in his Lamborghini. Hmm? Sorry. Sorry. It's fine. Um, I, I just want to give a quick shout I, I, out to... I was like, expensive car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to give a quick shout out to the... Uh, was it Bruce Greenwood, who plays the president in this movie? Because yeah. he is such a great actor. Like, he's always one of those people that, like... And he has those high commanding roles. Like, he was uh, Commander Pike in the Star Trek movies. 
that was, that, that was that was it too. He showed up and I went, "Oh shit, it's Pike." Yeah. <laughs> so, whenever I see him in things, he's usually a really good asshole. <laughs> and this one he yeah. wasn't, but just in everything else that I've ever seen him in, he's a really good a hole. That's why I just went on, mm-hmm. on the record. He plays that well. Yeah. But uh, he also played the president in uh, Kingsman too, and oh. he played it completely oh, he really? differently. Yeah, he plays it completely differently in that movie, like more comedic in that one. But like this one's a lot. This role he's a lot more like his like Commander Pike, like more role commanding presence. Uh, he's also like, I, in uh, that man under the red hood. Oh, Wait, yeah. what? In Death of the Family. Oh. Yeah. He plays Batman, or he voices Batman in some of the anime. Yeah. He's the voice of Batman in that one. In Under the Red Hood and Death of the Family, he's Batman. Yeah, I did not know that. And what? Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Batman Bruce Wayne. Um, I did not. I, fuck, I thought it was uh, what's his face the whole time? Like the animated series guy. Yeah, Kevin Conroy. Thank you. Um, really quick about him, hmm. and this is not his fault. I'm not blaming him. But Sounds like I would just him, like the the screenwriters <laughs> of America to explain to me or like the casting directors. I don't even know who to blame. America. For. Why, when we cast the president, unless he's a main character, like, if the president's just, like, a side character who's there for, like, ten minutes, is he always a cowboy? Why? Can somebody, like, this, love uh, actually, the president is always this, like, dilfy guy who's, like, a cowboy. And it's, like, I... You dropped dilf twice now. <laughs> I think that's amazing. Well, yeah, you also gotta remember, that when when did this movie come out? What year? 2007. Uh, 2006. Oh, Yes. I mean, it's we're we're <laughs> we're just just after or, dur- or during. I don't remember. Uh, I mean, is Bush? The end of Are you going to say that Bush. George W. Bush is a cowboy? Because I think there are no, <laughs> no, that. I'm not. But he did have that that southern drawl, and and I think uh, a lot of time when the president was represented in in media at that time is is very southern. Sure. Yeah, no, I just so. I don't know. I don't I don't get it. Because I, there is not a single U.S. president except for maybe Teddy Roosevelt. I'm like cowboy. Well, that's what or I. That's, like, I, that's what I'm saying. Guy. This movie's weirdly nationalist at times. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's totally. really strange. Mm-hmm. Can we jump around to something else before I forget this point? Sure. Um, yeah. Watching this movie the first time, the first time like when I was a kid. Um, uh, Ed Harris's character, the villain. I don't remember his name in the movie. Uh, Harris. But Wilkinson. Sure. Thank you, Wilkinson. I remember watching this as a kid. Okay. And the moment at the end where he sacrifices himself, kind of, to hold on. And I, I remember watching this as a kid and being like, oh, that was great. That was awesome. Watching it back now, I'm like, this makes no goddamn sense. Why None is this happening? Nope. But as a child, I was like, wow. <laughs> like, I was amazed at this character turn. Like, this is when I was just getting into anime. <laughs> and I was like, ah! oh, yeah. He did it. Yeah. It, you yeah, know, know, in that same vein, Watching it as as a as watching it as a child, it didn't like I didn't really have critical thinking skills, so I was like, "Fun movie." That's, that's kind of what I'm getting it. at too. <laughs> yeah, um, but now I'm watching it and going, "You created a Chekhov's gun by naming him Wilkinson, and it would have been a much better twist if the reason at the end was that he is a descendant of John Wilkes Booth, and they just took the Wilkes and made it Wilkinson to like yep. cover up." Like, that would have been, been cool. such a better twist. And, like, I, there's a lot of uh, content out there. Where it also kind of like, would have explained why he had the page. 
why he exactly yeah. like it yeah. you created the writers just kind of created this Chekhov's gun and then just didn't do anything with it and especially like, because at the beginning when he comes forward with the page he's, he's like well your great granddaddy used to tell you this thing but mine used to tell me this and he pulls out the page and, and he brags and, about being like a descendant of a confederate general and like it just why would I you brag like about it, that that was weird yeah, first off why would you brag about yeah. that second off I just feel like it would have been stronger if they were like, oh, the entire motivation behind this is that, like, make him a bad guy. Sean Bean's character is a cartoonish bad guy in the beginning, and that's what makes it fun. Make him a cartoonish bad guy who's like, you fucked my family because my father, my great, great, whatever fucking grandfather stood up for what he believed in, and I'm the descendant mm-hmm. of his brothers, whatever. Nobody knows shit about mm-hmm. John Lewis' family. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. As There's a villain, a- he was terrible, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, I yeah. didn't. I don't understand like, any nobody of Nobody would have questioned. There's a show that used to be on Fox where the main character, just because they gave him the last name Booth, you find out in like the sixth season he's a descendant of John Wilkes Booth. Nobody gives a fuck because nobody knows about John Wilkes Booth's family. So, like, you could have yeah. done that. And yeah, it would have said whatever. And made more sense rather than it just being a great great grandson of a Confederate general. And the other Maybe thing that implied. bothers me is the removing so he's like my great great grandfather told my grandfather the story who told me where patrick gates is saying my grandfather who was there There. the night that his father died told like why are we believing this huge degree of separation versus i literally was told this by an eyewitness you know like it just yeah yeah yeah, like that dude was there (laughs) i will say that you're you're totally right but it's like that argument between them felt like an argument that I could literally walk outside and see for the record. Like it seemed like yeah. a genuine argument that I could hear tomorrow, like h- how they were going at each other. That seemed genuine to me. So I just want that on. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll come in that. And I, and I do kind of want to just like talk about uh, what's the name? Like Wilkinson's again, like I, th- I think there's just bad motivations all oh. around everywhere. Cause, cause it's like, you were saying it's like, I don't understand his motivation. And so it's like, I think we determined earlier that kind of all Wilkinson does is really is like he taps, Patrick's phone and then just follows Gates to to the treasure but th- when they're in England Wilkinson's men are trying to kill Ben Gates <laughs> to get the, get the plant from yeah. him yeah the and point, so I'm sitting yeah. there, I'm like why would you kill the guy that's leading you to the treasure so Sean Bean's character did a lot of bad things but he never beat up an old man. I think breaking into an old man's house and bashing him over the head is like low. Like you didn't need yeah. to bash that old man that hard over the head. Like they did kidnap Abigail. Briefly, but I mean, you know. And she okay, I don't mean to victim blame here, but <laughs> Ben told Abigail multiple times to go back inside and that what he was doing was dangerous and she went, I'm coming with you. So at a oh, certain yeah. point, girl opened herself up to being kidnapped. Like I felt like was- I felt like Sean Bean's character had a code. I felt like he had a code. Whereas this Ed Harris guy, I have no idea. He could have kidnapped <laughs> that little black boy and like beaten the shit out of him until he remembered what he told instead, Ryan. But he's just instead he gave him a hundred dollars. Yeah. Instead he gave him a hundred dollars, he got on his knee to get his level when talking to him. And the the kid kind of like snapped at him, and he didn't care. He's like, oh, okay. Yeah, Where if he if he would have snapped at that Ed Harris character, he probably would have. <laughs> <laughs> when, when the Which... kid just like bodies in front of him to look at the thing to start counting, Sean Bean's like, oh no, you're fine, and just like backs up yeah. and let him go. Yeah, he's like, like, oh, it's a kid. Yeah, whatever. Trying to do like a school assignment or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like live your dreams. Oh. It's fine. Which speaking of kids, that kid at the Easter egg hunt. Fuck that kid. Fuck that <laughs> kid. Loved him. Loved him. <laughs> Fuck that kid. I I I I like stop fighting with this child in public, but also (laughs) 
It's like this is why I don't like children. <laughs> I could watch why. like a like a short film of them just going back and forth for five to ten minutes. It also <laughs> just felt like the writer's way to kind of remind people is like, hey, Ben Gates knows a lot about history. Don't and, forget and that he knows a lot of stuff. And apparently this oh. kid. <laughs> and also this this kid for some reason, yeah. <laughs> You know that that boy's father is is a QAnoner. You know it that that he oh, knows all this because his father's a QAnoner. Like that that child was sent to the Easter egg roll to get insider information. Absolutely, his, dude. His father could get on the grounds of a one free free QAnon. I do have one more point that I want to make before I forget. Because I, I had three major points. It was the Riley and Patrick scene. It was the nine-year-old me being like, oh, what an anime character turn at the end. That was actually <laughs> shit. And then it's the, regardless of how silly the Book of Secrets is as an idea, they set up the third movie in a way that I was like, holy shit. Like, I want this. The, the second movie is bad. Page 47. It's, page it's 47, bad. yeah. But the page 47 thing fucking got me even now. I was like, I want to see what they were doing. Like, I'm into that. So, it's so, it's so funny yeah. you say that. That's, that's, that's my final note to where I was like, wait, what's up, page 47? Exactly. <laughs> well, that's oh. also something I made a note of was just like when the president thanked Riley and like Riley just like laughed, kind of like snorted. It's like, that's how we <laughs> interact if the president like thanked us. <laughs> <laughs> that was cool. And I did, I did appreciate that it was, he's like, you, you read that in the book, right? And he goes, what book? <laughs> Then <laughs> 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 there's, the, I mean, there's the 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 clear like Riley scene where it's like, no, Riley, we need you, no, blah blah blah, no. And when it, when they're going to sacrifice all, him, all whatever. of his comedic bits hit. Totally. Oh yeah. Another and and also again another one of my notes is Riley is the perfect ride or die because there's a point where Patrick's or uh, where Ben's like, no, I'm gonna stay. You guys go. And Riley's like, fuck you, dude. I'm getting you out of here. <laughs> Twice. Because there's the scene, the scene where Ben's putting his hand in that hole. And Riley's like, I'll, I'll do it, Ben. And Ben's like, no, yeah, let me, yeah, let me yeah. add it, yeah. He did it twice. So, I like that you bring up that scene because that scene was about to happen when I was watching it. I was like, I vaguely remember because I own both of these movies on DVD. I was like, I vaguely remember there being an outtake where he sticks his hand in and screams as a joke, and then it happened, and I was yeah. like, oh, I guess that wasn't an outtake. That's just actually <laughs> how the then, movie. Goes. And then Voight's laugh was a perfect dad laugh. He's like, yeah. <laughs> like I, yeah. I loved it. I, loved yeah, I gotcha. <laughs> um, I will say, if the television series or the third movie is about Area Fifty One, I'm no. throwing myself off a building. It's not Area Fifty One because that they would have commented on that being on the page forty seven. You know what I mean? They come in Area Fifty One. You do, see, you do see Ben flipping in, right? It's like oh, Area Fifty One. He's like, we don't have time. Yeah. You, know I mean? <laughs> you never have time to worry about that. Um. I wrote a note that says "Take notes, boy" with six ex exclamation points, and I have no idea what. Take notes, boy. <laughs> I also think, like, if if I, I mean, if I was Ben as a character, yeah, I'm skipping that. But me, my willpower. If I found this book, I'm just I'm going picture, 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 <laughs> picture. Like well, on, I, on a Motorola <laughs> Razor, <laughs> I would try because uh, there's no way I'm going to be able to see something about Area 51 and not at least try to read it. There's no was, way in. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, I do not. Hell. I do not have that kind of strength. That was another one of my oh. notes. When he sends the picture of the a picture from that was in 1924 through a picture that's taken by a Motorola Razor, <laughs> you think his mom's gonna be able to tell <laughs> Every, what these images are? Everything about, about camera resolutions in this movie is so hilarious. You have the traffic cam, <laughs> yes, <laughs> and then my favorite thing, 
the 2006 drone. <laughs> that oh, zooms man. all the yes. way in, it's and, then the gets, and then it gets clearer. <laughs> it's on this screen that it literally is smaller than my phone. It's like maybe yeah. this big. And I'm okay. Hey, a lot of people who <sighs> knows anything about history knows who Montesquieu is. It's not special. Okay, I know Montesquieu. It's not special to know who Montesquieu is. Like if you learned about the Statue of Liberty as a kid, you know about Montesquieu. My issue though is that so these French policemen come up on their little bikes and they're struggling to read the French. And it's like, you are French. Why are you not? Yeah. Because they're like, Reza, Reza, Stan, Twid, uh, uh, and it's like, this is your native language. It's also, it's also one of my so favorite jokes, too. The way that dude is struggling to read his own language. And then the guy behind him is just kind of repeating the last, like, syllable of everything. Yeah. <laughs> Resolute, yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? Nailed that um, one. I'm telling you, they're, they're transfers. It's weirdly nationalist. <laughs> We're, totally. Yeah, because right. that's the other thing of like where they're like, oh, American. It's like, I I don't mean to, and I, I'm not going to speak for the whole country, but like I've met a lot of French people. They're all incredibly kind and tend to like incredibly helpful if you don't understand the language. Like I, I remember going to, so there's a, a really popular French restaurant in New York City and everybody who works there like grew up in France and, and has moved to New York for whatever reason. They're all incredibly kind people who are like, no, it's fine that you don't know how to pronounce it. Like, it's totally fine. Like, and try to help me like pronounce. And I don't know, I was like 18. So maybe the guy was hitting on me, but they were all very nice people. So like, uh, I, I just hate that stereotype of like, oh, you American. Cause that's just like, not well, I, I think it's also just kind of the way that they're portrayed, though, too, is very early 2000s That's to right. where in I mean, they probably filmed this like 0506. And so you're just a few years removed mm. from from 9-11, which made us all like America. Hell yeah. But then but then also uh, it's because like, for, uh, you know, we were in in Iraq and Afghanistan at like at the time that the, that the, this was going on, too. And there's just kind of this running thing that that Americans did for a while where we would just smear France for, you know, cowards surrendered and and all those stuff like that was just kind of a thing like it's to the point where i was actually reading um the, this thing on uh the ultimates if if you're familiar with the the avengers uh during the the ultimate marvel reboot and there's a a really famous like at first it's terrible i do not recommend it at all uh it's really cringy and edgy for no reason and it's just it's it's the worst product of the early 2000s that and in, in, in like all all of those ways, and there's a, a really famous line that Captain America has where he points to his helmet and he goes, "What do you think this A stands for? France?" Like there was this weird thing where Americans just smeared France for no reason for for a little while, and that's really prevalent in that scene in the movie. And I was sitting there like, "This is that's why I say it." I was like, "This movie is just weirdly so like it wants to be like America's so cool and shoves it like down your throat the whole time." They still gave him a ticket it. though. They just no, they gave, Riley, no, they gave Riley a ticket. Right, yeah. Because like, everyone right. shit on Riley in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know. I don't, I, I, it just really bugs me because like everything I have learned since leaving the American schooling system is that like the French are great. Like the shit they did in World War II to stand up against the Nazis is really impressive. Like they did more than, than any other country. They had this crazy underground fighting against the Nazis. And I just, I don't know. It really bugs me that they're like, so also there are allies like why are we doing this like we've always had a really yeah. good relationship with france like it makes no sense i don't get it <laughs> i do have one more note as well and and this note was just when uh abigail comes back with her new boyfriend 
and he showed up, and then I was like, "Oh shit, it's Ty Burrell." <laughs> yeah, that's just the Modern so Family funny. guy. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't he? Because I remember that there being a man briefly in the first one, but uh, was it not him? There no, was, there was, was the, there was, okay. there was the weird, like coworker that stares at her booty for like thirty yeah. seconds in one okay. scene, where she notices, and they yeah. pointed, and because uh, they also they had the the one joke too when. Um, Ben sends her the the button that she was missing. Mm-hmm. Like her coworker bring it brings it in, and she goes, "I hope it's not from Stan." And I'm sitting over, and I was like, "Oh God, that's the guy." <laughs> However, I wish I wish they had not named him Connor. Connor. Give him a better name than Connor. Yeah. Also, though, if you if you like Ty Burrell, watch Skeleton Qu- Twins. Ty Burrell is a fantastic actor across the board. Uh, I love Ty Burrell. I was very excited when he popped up. I literally yelled Phil Dumphy in my, like, yep. one of my neighbors was probably concerned because I was like, Phil Dumphy! Because I just finished watching Modern Family for the first time. I, com- I completely forgot he was in this movie. Like, I didn't same. know. if Before this rewatch, you had said, although granted, I think it's because when I went to watch this, I pulled it up on Disney Plus and I saw that it was like already an hour and nine minutes in. I was like, why didn't I finish watching this? And I remembered it's because every once in a while I go, I want to watch both National Treasure movies back to back and have like a me night where I like do a face mask and watch these movies. And then I get halfway through this two hour and four minute movie and realize that it should only that's... be an hour and a half. Yes. And, and like, that's why. That. <laughs> I can't remember, but yeah. It's, it's way too long. Because that's way yeah. too long. Yeah. I did make a note of that. Oh, yeah. About, uh, let's see. I made it after that. Yeah, somewhere around the president kidnapping scene. It was like, oh, there's still 50 minutes left of this. God damn. That's the halfway point. <laughs> Basically, yeah. So, long. so before we get out of here, I just got a couple fun facts for you guys. Uh, let's see. The night before the scenes at the University of Maryland were to be filmed, half an inch of snow fell. <laughs> the crew had to use... Uh, fire hose is to hose off the entire uh, McKinley Mall and nearby locations to melt the snow to continue the movie. That's incredible. <laughs> um, because of the role, her role in the Queen, Dame Helen Mirren was invited to meet Queen Elizabeth II, but could not make it because she was filming in South Dakota for this movie. No. I would have left, bro. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'd have left. I'd be like, nah, I'm gonna go meet the queen. Yeah. Christ. That sucks. Uh let's see. The For area name Helen Mirren. Yeah. <laughs> uh the area of the Library of Congress in which uh they find the Book of Secrets uh is or exist or does not exist as an area of bookshelves. These were constructed as a prop library in a previous empty balcony of the library main room. Uh, really quick, Abigail looks hot as fuck in that scene. When it's the low shot and she busts in in the black turtleneck and leather jacket and cargo pants, she looks hot. Alright. Just, just a thought. Just a fact. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> just a fact. Love it. And then, yeah, the one I already said at the beginning of the podcast that uh, the lake depicted immediately behind uh, Mount Rushmore is... Sylvan Lake, but it's actually about 20 miles southwest of the monument. So. All right. Ooh. Well, that's, that's, you gotta fit the whole city in there, you know, like, <laughs> plus all the traps and stuff, like, it's eventually yeah. <laughs> you come out, like, on top of the monument, I think. <laughs> yeah. That, did, that does remind me that I, just, just before we go, I don't think that 
um, Mirren and Voight had any chemistry in the sense of like an actual married couple, like at all. No, like there, there's scenes, there's scenes where they stumble across. Like I don't have a problem with them stumbling across the gold, but there's scene where they like they kiss each other. They ha- they they have a moment. I was like, they didn't cut this. Why is this here? It's weird. It was really bad. Whole movie's yeah. way too long. There's so much. There's too much in it. I want to rewrite it because I I I don't mean to to knock the writers of this, except I kind of do. I feel like I could write a better one. I feel like do and, it. Like I I just you, you have I to leave need... the anime twist at the end. Sure. Ed Harris. <laughs> tell him I'm, Tell him we found it. Tell him it was me. <laughs> he pushed. It. I will say. The last uh, note I have this movie, uh, is that the horniest so that's ever been said in film? Oh, 100 percent. All right, any uh, closing like, thoughts? Oh, I got another map. <laughs> it leads to the same places. <laughs> I will say the last thing I will say. What I will leave it on is I do enjoy Helen Mirren's line to John Voight when he's like, "But there was a treasure," and she's like, "You didn't find it." Did is the funniest yeah. fucking thing I've ever heard. Which, yeah. What also, like, I, I felt that was one of the because because she's like, you didn't do anything. I was like, did he spend like half of his life like uncovering clues for that? <laughs> yes. Then like, then would not have had the starting point if it wasn't yeah. for his grandfather mm-hmm. and his dad. But I appreciate it. Also, piece of advice to college students: wait until you're like thirty feet away from your professor's door oh, before yeah. yelling, "God, I hate her." Just. Just yeah. a tip. Like, yep. Just wait till you're further away. Get outside and yell it. Or just like, wait till know. the door's closed. Yeah, don't say if it you're gonna, as if, you're leaving. If you're gonna do that, yeah, you just you just say it to their face and then leave. <laughs> I did enjoy Riley's line of "I'm gonna stay out of the line of fire." I just want <laughs> to stay right here. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'll meet you guys back out here. I did. Okay. I did also appreciate that little bit of continuity at the end where he's like. We haven't officially met. I'm Riley. Hi, I'm your son's best friend, and I've risked yeah. my, my freedom for him multiple times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Check that. Mm-hmm. Right. date should be this like movie. dead in Guantanamo Bay at the end of this, yeah. but whatever. Just, just watch National Treasure 1. Don't bother with this one. Yep, just, do just, not bother with this Just, that's just watch consensus. this again. Two shouldn't us... have been made. I think three should have been made, simply because I want to know what was on page 47. That's it. Yeah. That's Let it. us review the third movie and the series before you watch it, also, because I have low. Are hopes. both happening? Are both happening? I, I thought Zeta it was just Jones the series. The series. Someone told me that it was the third movie and a series. I have no idea. All I know so is appara- apparently, the, the name of the third movie was going to be Page 47. Yeah. Ah, that's dope. <laughs> no. that's, that's dope. Um, yeah. and the, Agent 47 the, shows up. The <laughs> rumor. Is that um, it was supposed to be the truth about the Georgia Guidestones? The Georgia Guidestones were erected in 1980 under mysterious circumstances in Elbert County, Georgia. To this day, the I true authors no of the Guidestones have never been revealed. I've never heard of it. Yeah, no idea what that is. And that's apparently what it was supposed to be. But I'm here for this fake history that they would surround it with. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah no, yeah, nothing, none of it would be, would be factual. They are anticipating John Turtletop will return for National Treasure 3 and are hoping that it was supposed to release this year, but due to the COVID-19 pandemic was put on hold indefinitely, and now they're hoping that it will come out sometime in 2023, 2024 as a Disney Plus exclusive. Wait, so they filmed some of it already? Uh, no, it looks like oh, they okay. hadn't finished filming it. Oh, Diane Kruger just did a did a whole 
interview about this. What? So she's coming back. Uh, yes. <laughs> what this nuts is Riley is coming back. Nick hey. is coming back. Um. Do, 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 do. In twenty twenty, in twenty twenty, a new Disney Plus National Treasure series was announced and is now in the early stages of production. The series will follow Alexis as Jess Morales, a young Latina adventurer seeking secrets about her family's mysterious past. Uh, do, 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 do. And they're still trying to develop a third movie with Diane Kruger and the original cast. Uh, that would be about page forty-seven. I shouldn't be as hyped as I am about page 47, but I am. I don't care. Hi, sweet girl. <laughs> they set that up. That was the only good thing they did in this movie, in my opinion, was set up a third movie. With, like, four lines of dialogue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's Marvel that was not. I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. The, the swing and a miss here. But yeah. if, I gave, if I gave you like just a four. To, I was like, if you just need something to, like, just turn your brain off to, and you like the vibes of the first one, go for it. I'll watch the first one first. I couldn't even. I couldn't even remark. I was like, the soundtrack on this one slaps because I don't think they recorded anything new for this movie. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I think they used the same music. Yeah. Which I mean, they, yep. They had only like it was about the same budget. You know, first one's a hundred million dollars. Second one's one hundred thirty. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah. Saved a lot of money. It definitely shows. Yeah, the the first movie is like a good seven. It's a good seven in my opinion, and then this one's like a mm -hmm. like a bad four. <laughs> like on it, like night and day. Put it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's a it's a steep drop off. All right. Well, thank you all so much for watching. Uh, please leave a like, comment what your favorite part of the movie is. I guess if you made it this far, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye.